This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Ready? Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast. And I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. And I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing, Shay? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Excited to discuss. Yes, yes. Y'all take the back seat and ride with us real quick, man. Mm-hmm. We got a great podcast to unpack. And it's titled, Hurt People, Hurt People. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I ain't emotional. And I don't really hold. I think you're emotional. All right, bro. You're trying to I mean, show. If we're going to be honest. You're trying to show off with the people. No, I mean, we, this is an open, safe, vulnerable space. I've said I, I was emotional before. So I'm, so when I articulate this, when I say I'm emotional, like I'm an athlete. I'm emotional in the athletic sense. But as a person, it carries over a little bit, but it ain't in the emotional state you're trying to articulate it as. I'm like, not trying to articulate it as nothing. It's just. It comes with my nature. When we up, we up. I'm sorry I got a little bit more spunk than y'all. And when I'm down, I got a little bit more damn diggity. I'm just down. <laughs> down, dog. <laughs> but yeah, but we talk about hurt, man. I don't know what's traumatic and what ain't. And when I talk about that, like describing types of hurt, like intimate, me and you, like I get little J Rose. I still got some of those little insecurities from little hurts from back then, but I don't know. If they traumatic, but I think you would classify it as traumatic if you change something because of it, right? Would yeah, I mean, I would think it's traumatic if it's impacting the way you show up in the world, mm. right? Whether big or small, right? Like, I think that you know, we talked about it beforehand. Like, there are big T's and little T's, big T's are the ones that are just black and white, obvious, you mm. know, whether it's abuse or death, like, some traumas are obviously you know, yeah. the impact. And okay. then there are smaller T's. Mm-hmm. And I would say those, from my perspective, kind of are dependent on the individual, yeah. right? Some things bother one person and maybe not don't bother another. So there isn't no right or wrong answer to what the trauma is. Mm-hmm. It's really about understanding who's deeming it hurtful for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go into these levels and descriptions of hurt. So okay. like I said, we were just on the intimate mm-hmm. bars. What... A little unpacking can you give about intimate relationship hurts that can go and mold into trauma if you don't address it? Yeah, so I would say like in relationships, you know, if there's a if feel if there's a feeling of betrayal, like yeah. if you betray, if someone betrays your trust, sorry, and whether that's you know through emotional or physical cheating, whether they betray your trust, if you feel like they say they're going to show up and they never do, mm-hmm. you know, whether they don't value your opinion, but you're in a romantic relationship with them um, and you feel like muted or unheard, you know, or somebody who gaslights your feelings. So tells you that you're crazy and that's not what's happening, but you know how you feel, yeah. you know? So I think there's a lot of different dynamics, toxic in nature yeah. that can happen within uh, an intimate relationship that can really be small and, every now and then and somebody can notice and apologize or mm. somebody can allow it to be the norm, right? And that both people, the person who's experiencing 
um, the response and the person who's, who's um, doing the hurt. Yeah, because I, I, I've been there and we've been there together. Like, I never want an argument or anything that we talk about to get to a point where you feel like I'm I'm trying to over-masculate. No, it ain't masculate. I'm trying to be too masculine in, in my dominant approach towards the conversation. So, mm-hmm. like I said, trying to mute you, trying to mm-hmm. force you into things you can say or not say. Mm-hmm. And it comes with, like, territory, man, because I feel like, man, sometimes we, in, we misinterpret how y'all want to be treated. Like, you tell us you want to alpha, and then we turn up alpha. And then y'all say, that's too much alpha. We trying to... But trying to find a happy eyes, yeah, right? but like, then y'all's description is how we see it like we trying to figure out y'all saying the words and then we put it into action and don't look how y'all thought it was gonna look when y'all was articulating it and then that's what we get confused that what you're describing is what we're showing but, I th- but once you see it you don't like that in some guy's opinion i mean again it depends on who we're talking about mm-hmm. what kindness means to me and kindness means to you can look like two different things and, right? and the reason I'm, I'm talking about this along the hurt because some women wonder why they get the over aggressive man because he was like no in my last relationship she called me super soft now he coming out and he yeah. grabbing on women I was like hey bro you never grabbed a woman before but that's what hurts hurt does it, it messes with your character Absolutely. because it makes you feel like okay well they didn't like this I gotta do something different and if that ain't within you you get what it's called you get out of character and Mm -hmm. it shows up bad on people that's why you when you get those good people and they finally have an outburst and they be like no that's not little jenny jenny doesn't do that yeah you can't even see certain people in that light but then vice versa certain people that always show up in that light it's hard to see them in the opposite light for sure and hurt will navigate us in certain ways and i want to navigate to my family because a lot of young men i'm just speaking from the young black man that i am and just my dynamic and where i come from Without a father or a good father figure or at least like a solid brother-like figure in your life, men in general are ruined, but the black men are really, we put a, we behind the eight ball, but we behind a super eight ball when we never find the authority because we so hurt. Mm-hmm. My, my daddy didn't show up for me or the man in my life did this to me. And now, man to man, you, you walking real strong, man. And it's hard for anybody to embrace and interact with you and it's hard for you to show up in this world. And that type of hurt is different because it's self-disappointment and insecurities like I talk about, but implemented from somebody else and how you saw it, too. Like I say, it's been parents that didn't mean to do traumatic stuff to their kids because of their personal situations, but the kid just didn't interpret it like that. Absolutely, because we're children, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't have the ability to compartmentalize and unpack at young ages. And everybody is human, you know, carrying past experience that may have left an impact on how they see the world and how they show up. So right. it's it's innocent enough in us, but I think it's more important that we really, you know, tackle our traumas and unpack our traumas and get to the root of it so we can have more clarity. Yeah. You know, and thinking about it from like a family perspective, I think some of the hurt that can be experienced is maybe not being the sibling who feels seen or mm-hmm. the sibling who is reciprocated as much as the others. You know, that can lead you to not feeling like enough. Or leads you to feeling like you've got to overcompensate to just be recognized for the day to day stuff, right? Yeah. So I think it's, and that very well may not be, and probably isn't the intention of the parents. I think it's if there is one sibling who just, you know, for whatever reason causes scenarios that gathers more the attention of the parents, that's just kind of how it is. And that and could be in a positive and a negative light. Absolutely. Too. It can go in any direction, yeah. right? So I think 
regardless of the direction and the impact for the child who feels unseen is still the same, yeah. you know? So I think that can be some of the things that um, can take place when it comes to hurt and impact how you show up in the world with family. And that's why I just love to talk about like mental health and self-healing so much, man, because a lot of that that we just unpacked, it's going to happen to a lot of people, majority. Absolutely. And you got to know how to heal. And like I say, ain't no course on this stuff, man. No, I, I listen to podcasts, you listen to podcasts. If we didn't have these other people being vulnerable and telling stories and being pillars like Dr. Darius Daniels and um, Inky Johnson, I like to listen mm-hmm. to. Like, if people weren't talking and making us feel comfortable by their transparency, we'd be so lost. Yeah. Like, if, man, if it wasn't for grace of people, we would be so lost. And like I said, I, I feel that because self-healing is this. I, I needed a platform where I could speak self-healing because somebody did it for me. If I didn't hear somebody say that, I didn't get it. And it gave me better understanding of self-wants and needs. And then when I bumped into you, you gave me, like, non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And then... I feel like since then I've become better in relationships. So my unpacking is just coming out of that darkness and and projecting so much bad on my life that I couldn't see anything good happen around me. But you have to choose that. And hurt will make you feel like you're almost deserving in some type of way. I don't know why. Deserving of the bad stuff. Yeah, but I don't know why it it floats in our head like that. Like even rejection. Like oh, it's my fault. I got rejected. Cause look at me. Who won't like? We all we always start to attack self in some kind of sense when things don't go in our favor. And then that to double down on that, we don't heal. Like really, like I said, but ain't no course on how do you heal. I mean, I think when you talk about self healing, the reality is you've got to go to the very beginning and the root of it all like you've got to ask yourself okay what makes me uncomfortable what incident has happened that made me feel triggered Mm -hmm. okay where have i had the similar feeling when i was younger or what what other instances of the same feeling come about right Mm -hmm. i think it's about working backwards and unpacking it and getting to the root of the incident that might have caused that initial um self-talk the initial framework hurt really is the lens that you see the world, it's like it becomes a filter mm-hmm. of how you see the people around you and how you experience the world. So you want to get rid of that filter so you can have more clarity because as long as there's hurt, there's always going to be a lack of clarity. But if you can go back to the very moment where, okay, you know, when I was five years old, mm-hmm. I didn't want to do, I didn't want to go to school and I was giving my mother a really hard time and she said something along the lines of, you know, your brother never gives me a hard time. Mm. And immediately in that moment was when I felt like I'm not enough and he's better. Mm. Right? So we're taking that incident. And in that incident, then I can say in my adulthood, mm-hmm. now that we've done the unpacking, we've talked and we've grown, I can say my mom was just frustrated about me giving her a hard time about going to school. She didn't mean it. That's real. She had a long day. She was trying to figure it out. She's trying to make sure I make the bus. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to do that so you can humanize not just yourself, myself, or feeling that way, but the other person who I'm thinking as an adult has caused her. Now, and I love that, unpack, that unpacking you just did, and it was beautiful and full of great detailed understanding, but you, you talked of a maturity level from my perspective, just in my lens, mm-hmm. a maturity level that everybody don't reach in a absolutely period of time. In a or range, ever. yeah, ever or in a range of time where they can utilize it. And what people tell us is, oh, time heals all, but or time heals things. But 
if you don't utilize it, because I'm trying to figure out does time give you more understanding, which I've got some understanding, but sometimes I've got the understanding too late a time. Absolutely. <laughs> it was like, ooh, like it's always valuable, but it really been super valuable if I would have been able to utilize it in XYZ situation where I was cloudy. And does more time help me move on, trying again? Like, does the person that jumps from relationship relationship to relationship have more success than the person that takes time in between? What does it really do? So, like, because sometimes mm-hmm. you can soak in bitterness. Time, more time, I could be soaking. So, what does this time heals all approach really do for anybody? I think the time heal all the time heals all approach mm. can be very effective. It's just a matter of what are you doing with that time. Mm. So it's less about it being the time and an exact duration. It's more about the quality of the time that you're spending. Mm. Are you spending that time trying to understand yourself? Are you spending that time figuring out your non-negotiables? Are you spending that time unpacking the things that you could have done better to take to the next relationship? Are you spending that time being more clear about your wants and desires, right? It's not, it's less about it having to be a year or two. It's more about what are you doing with the time that you have ahead of you? Because all of us, God willing, can have another day to be better. But we both, like, let's just be real. Mm -hmm. Um, Just setting out and trying to get promotions and job and, Mm -hmm. and just find security. When so much time of unsuccess goes by or failure or accomplishing without fulfillment mm-hmm. like it's something that you yeah you grow something but it wasn't anything in the realm that you wanted when you get to those spaces yeah you start to creep into this hopeless yeah understanding yeah. yeah that's what i feel like time does but to utilize the way you talking about that take a lot of maturity and self-confidence blah blah, blah. that is chipped away this is what I'm trying to get to in a long understanding. All that stuff is chipped away as you go through all this hurt. So by the time you need it, all this time you building up, you don't got it. Don't got chipped away so much you ain't got it to utilize. So that's what I'm saying. So the build up process is a. I'm talking about maturity, and I'm also talking about how to cultivate starting to heal and the impacts of like heartbreak. Like mm-hmm. once once that insecurity, doubt, and hopelessness sit in mm-hmm. to chip away at that. With with no nothing to chip away at it with, you ain't got nothing to hold yourself on. You're yeah. not confident. You your your faith is rocky. Where do you start to fix it? Yeah. Where, where, where does it start to fix? Because now I'm starting to think I might have like it might be like a mental disease. Uh, mental disease. Like I can't get out of this, or is it like just being emotional emotionally responsive? Yeah, so I think there's a couple of things, right? I think the blueprint isn't the same for everybody. Mm-hmm. So each and every single one of us is going to have a different blueprint to get out of what you're saying is hopelessness and everything of that mm-hmm. nature. I can speak for myself and say, for me, it starts with God. Okay. Because the word tells me that I'm enough. So you find a spiritual understanding. Yeah, so I find a spiritual understanding that tells me that I'm enough and okay. I'm loved as is exactly where I'm at. Where I'm at. Mm-hmm. So just knowing that means there's the desire. I should have the desire to get better because if I'm loved with barely doing enough, Mm -hmm. damn, imagine what my life could look like if I were to execute and be more proactive, right? Right. And I can understand the being discouraged, but I also think anybody who we admire has gone through tough situations and they will all say, 
what you do. And we talk about Nip every day, at least once or twice a day. You just never quit. And we got to talk about both sides of that coin. And no, I got to play devil's advocate. It's, we got to talk about the ones that was up and that are down because of what they experienced while they were up. Success has brought some people to their knees. We got to talk about them also. Nipsey rose through the rose through the country. Like, Absolutely. And it's going to look, like I said, different for everybody, right? And uh -huh. everybody, God's got a different plan for everybody and God's got something different set out for everybody. Mm -hmm. But if you are being honest with yourself and looking at your life and really taking audit of the things that you know are actually serving you or not serving you, the people that are serving you, whether you're healthy or not healthy, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, we all know how we really feel. And if you're not tired of feeling down and hopeless and all those things, like you got to have the want to change it. But no, we just unpacked it. Now let's go deeper. What I just said. What about the people that are up that are down? Living a life that serves like, oh, our celebrities. Well, they're, not, they're not up, right? Up but, to whose standards? Okay, now let's, let's unpack that. How do you address self when your necessities, non-personal, non- uh, detrimental to self like job mm -hmm. family financial security you said like I said are, are most wealthy people yeah how do they address those traumas and stuff when everything else around them is so good like you can be so good that like I told you I was there uh, my life was flourishing but I wasn't getting fulfillment from none because you were happy great yeah but how do you address that when ain't, ain't nothing wrong like bro I we give ourselves stuff to stress about. Oh, my, my bills pay. Everything's mm -hmm. going. How do I go out there and manifest this so-called happiness from these weird hurts that I'm... You're I'm battling, yeah. yeah. I think it's always important for somebody to seek a professional. I think speaking to somebody who, it, you know, it's their profession. They know how to guide and lead and things of that nature. I think everybody can value from that mm. at any age, really. So I think if it's at a point where... You know, you're not feeling good. How you feel, like your body is telling you something. Mm -hmm. So like you were saying, you were up based on the people around you thinking it looks good, but you know in your heart that those were some of your darkest days. Yeah. And that's, you know that clearly, right? So what's, are you trying to feel better and love the person you see in the mirror? Mm -hmm. Or are you satisfied with other people telling you you're doing well when you know you don't really love and, and are proud of yourself, right? Yeah. Like you got to take that just as serious. We can all get swallowed by the machine of life and society and just pretend that we're okay, mm. but it'll always hit you in the face. Because, man, man, you just said something. Because you know what you just took me back to? Locker room conversations. Boy, it's so many good men that I bumped into in sports that are beautiful in the sport, but, man, we will give ourselves no good service. And it's tough, man, because it comes with the love-hate thing that comes with the game and the entity. So... Just to love something so much that can bring you so much pain, so much disappointment, so much uncertainty. Mm -hmm. But the small glimmer of love and happiness in it is enough for you. Yeah. And it's, it's that weird thing because, like I say, I watch so many of the guys in the NFL that I watched growing up and now they Hall of Famers. And some of them good and some of them tell a story like, man, without it, I just don't feel as important. And they just don't show up as the men that I thought they were in the moment. Mm -hmm. But, and that's why I don't blame them though. I do wish that they could heal just like I heal, but I don't blame them. I just blame like, it's just a, I guess it would be like the flow of life. Like, man, I wish ups wasn't so up for, I wish everybody had discipline to understand certain things come to an end and we could just balance. 
but I get loving something so much that it hurts your arm. And that's the that's the one the hardest one to deal with. I'm sorry, bad no I'm rambling. No, but that's the hardest one to deal with from, from an athlete perspective. Cause you know you ain't gonna be able to play this game forever, but you want to love this game and play it forever. But you're gonna be old at one point in time and you still gonna be old and your brain gonna tell you to be mad about not being able to play. You know you can't yeah, do it. Like that's a it. and I don't think that's a mental disease, but it's a which one would you clarify that as? Mental disease or emotional response? I think it's just emotional response. Uh, I think you got to be I realistic. <laughs> I think we're supposed to have many different things that we love yeah. in life. And if you're putting all your eggs in exactly one basket, you're limiting God. Yeah. Like you're limiting how he's going to show up and bless you. You're not letting him show you all the other beautiful things he has in store for you. If you think life only looks good looking like one thing. Yeah. Right? So I think there's other elements to it too. I think we have to... At the end of the day, we all have to want to show up and be our best selves and get to the bottom of what that looks like for each and every single one of us. And if that means therapy, if that means, you know, keeping a very small, close-knit folks around you that you can be vulnerable with whenever you need to be, we all got to take responsibility to figure that out for ourselves. That isn't someone else's job. It's not your job to do it for me and vice versa, you know? But I think it's important to, like, have partnerships and seek the right resources, whether it's the podcast or the books, you got to pour into yourself. You got to invest in you. Yeah. And that's the toughest part. You just, like I said, girl, you dropping gems. You got to invest in you because otherwise you inconvenience people. That's what I've been trying to think of the word to go with our title, hurt people, hurt people. It ain't that we just trying to help hurt people. We're just trying to save the contagiousness of it. Yeah. Because that's really what's happening with the world. Low key. Kids growing up traumatized, growing up traumatized. Like, man, they didn't even have a chance. <laughs> so I can't be mad at the grown man that grew up in tra- just being traumatized from little stuff and just nobody talking him through it, nobody to give him a hand, nobody to show him one bright side. Then the one person that did, he probably couldn't get close to. Like, bro, it's a big world out here. And I love that I played sports because I got to hear stories from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Every dynamic of life. And beyond that, it put me in spaces to look at different perspectives of life, like going to help other um, lesser poor communities and going to uplift in communities of all that. Mm -hmm. I got to see different dynamics. Some of them was community I was from and communities that I wasn't from, higher and lower and medium. It got me exposed to a lot in which helped me as a person. And that's what I'm hoping our kids get. But like I said, growing up traumatized is rough because they're fighting as they're trying to learn and unpack. Yeah. Oh, that's what I felt. So that's why that was not right to me. And I didn't, I felt so uncomfortable when that happened. And now as an adult, I know I was X, Y, Z. And now they got the unpackings and now they got to either figure it out, let it go, something. And like I say, it's just a tough world. And even when you said like therapies and counseling, people have to mature, hopefully to those places to utilize those. Those are access. No, I mean assets. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to be able to utilize those, and you ain't mature enough to see it as an asset. You can't utilize it, man, and that's tough because we still got adults that can't do it today. I don't know that there's a there's a vision of everyone being able to do it. Like that could be the hope, and that could be the desire. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, and I think the majority will one day, and the majority of us will be able to. But that timeline for when it happens is going to be different for everybody. Before it to get detrimental, it has to start early. And like I said, from mom and dad to next up influences. If he in your sport, 
If you hosting and coaching little league teams, bro, be the best you can be because they picking up something and you just don't know which one listening harder than your, your little man that's out there running, your little girl that's out there running. Like the impact has to come from more service areas in which we talked in a podcast earlier from Pastor Darius. Um, when he said more people got to show up, more people got to want to be the examples. Absolutely. But you can't be out, be out here and be worthless and also poisoning the mind with worthless stuff. Like that's where I, I don't, I don't really like it, but it's, it's no way you can contain it. But I just didn't, I don't like when adults influence kids bad because they just bad adults. Like you, you was worthless and you didn't care about life or progressing. So the kids attached to you got to go down to, I, I just hate that. Some people get stuck in those environments and mm-hmm. especially our youth. And then they grow into older adults and we can't understand them because we got it's a lot of unpacking that they got to give us the grace to be able to do for one. But I think it's like you said, it's being an example. It's the one to be at service. I think that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Like just knowing that. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We done got a week over here. I'm sorry. Hey. That was hilarious, but one hundred percent. I got, <laughs> I got to wrap this one up. You got me. <laughs> you got me weak. <laughs> that was hilarious, but I do want to highlight that last little bit that Shay was talking about. You just gotta want to be what you want to see in the world, and, and they preach it a lot, and we we've heard it time in and time and time again. But real talk, the impact comes when we try. Somebody Absolutely. somebody just try to be that resource that you felt like you didn't have. That man or woman, mm-hmm. if you didn't have a woman in your life, if you didn't have a man in your life, be that. Even if it ain't your child. Even if it Absolutely. ain't your family. Don't don't limit it to your cousins. It's, mm-hmm. it's a big world out here, y'all, and y'all just don't know who you gonna impact and don't short them because you don't feel confident in being, no, they need you. Absolutely, and, and, I, and I think that's it. Because I'm an example, like I said. I'm glad mm-hmm. I, I did sports because sports brought out a broke a shy young man out of a shell and I needed that. And I think that's exactly it. I think if we can each do that, right? If all of us, everyone who listens, everyone who sees the post, if all of us just did our best to be better each day, it'll make a difference and it'll change and leave an impact. But I think if we underestimate the value of that, mm-hmm. that's when hurt people continue to hurt people. Because none of us are doing the work. We're not prioritizing the work. And we're not seeing that if I stop being that hurt person in the cycle of this, I can actually help somebody else. And the next person I come into a relationship with, whether it's intimate, whether it's family, or whether it's someone, you know, I'm just passing by in the grocery store, the impact that I leave will be a positive one. Mm, I'm going to let it flow off that. That was a great unpacking right now, but that was real philosophical of you right now. <laughs> Even though you just got me weak, y'all. I'm gonna unpack what she did later on. But that was hilarious. And y'all know it's always a good time here with J Rose and Shay. Always. And we just wanna be impactful and we just wanna lead discussion, man. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it so we can become better. For sure. Tired of seeing the same old thing, playing the same old game, man. If Let's you can be the change. If you can upgrade, upgrade. For sure. And always remember, man, you don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. yourself. Y'all have a good day.